Hello. I always feel like I'm supposed to ask you guys how you are, but you can't tell me that right now. <laughs> it just feels appropriate. I don't know, probably just because of habit. But um, this is take two. We're trying this again because, you know, part of the reason that I didn't like my last recording was because there was so much more to this topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, but I try to keep things very condensed and short and sweet. Um, but then I end up not liking it. <laughs> so we're just going to expand. And I do actually have some notes for reference this time because I'm just really all over the place and my mind goes in like 50,000 different directions at one time. So having some guidance is really helpful for me so that I don't like end up staring at a wall or saying um a million times or talking slower than I would like to. Um, so anyway, I wanted to talk about a very holistic view of health in general. Now, I do have a document. Yeah, like a Google Drive document that I typed up a while back. It's called Rooted in Healing. And it was basically just a compilation of all the things I felt were worth pointing out and saying in regards to not just physical health, but emotional, mental, and spiritual health. And so it was just a bunch of things that I had accumulated over time at that time. So obviously there's more that I've learned since then. Um, so I do plan to update that at some point um, because there is a lot of really helpful information that I could put in there. Um, I just haven't had the time, but... There are so many key elements that people do miss when it comes to health. And the thing is, when people say health, you know, they usually think of your physical health first. And the thing is that the health of all of your bodies, um, they impact each other very heavily. So yes, your physical health is very important and you should take it extremely seriously because it your physical health does impact your mental, uh, emotional, and spiritual health as well. But in turn, your spiritual, mental, and emotional health also does impact your physical health a lot. So looking a little bit more at these subtle body energies is really important because we might be the most physically healthy person that we could possibly be um, but we might still be experiencing physical ailments and we don't understand where they're coming from. We live in such a fast-paced world now, and so nothing is really intentional or sacred, especially um, in the country that you probably live in, which is the United States. Um, there really isn't deep-rooted cultures or traditions um, yeah, so it just, it does change the way that we do things, you know? Like, we are a country of just really intense consumerism and materialism, and it really has driven American humans very, very far from source. And I know that's a global issue, um, but I do think it's probably worse in our country than most others. I don't know. I could be wrong. 
A big problem that I feel like most people have is that they see their thoughts and their words as benign. You know, they might think like, okay, this thought is popping into my head. It doesn't really mean a whole lot. It's not a thing. It's not this actual tangible thing, but it is and so are words. Every thought that has ever been thought or will be thought is in existence. It is here. Like, there is an imprint. And these things exceed space and time. So, you know, we're... Oh, God. We're about to go into so many rabbit holes. I can feel it. We are living in this pool of consciousness and it's just layer after layer after layer like if our brains could truly decode what is happening on these other layers i mean we wouldn't even be experiencing material reality we would just be like (laughs) completely annihilated you know there's so much we're not gonna go there but I just want to make the point that your intentions, your inner world, your interactions, thoughts, words, all of these things are actual things. They are energy. Like they possess a certain frequency and they're really powerful. They are pure magic because they are pure intention. There's intention there. Like there's a spark, you know? And all of these things set the foundation for the trajectory of your life. And that includes your physical experience. We can cause physical ailments with our thoughts alone. But we can also heal if we choose to. So understanding that superpower, that literal superpower is so vital. So vital. When you are constantly aware of the magic that you are performing literally at all times, everything changes. With every action, there is always a reaction. Every time. So if your action is making excuses, procrastinating, mindlessly scrolling, picking at yourself in the mirror, dieting with a punishment mindset, or thinking of yourself as anything less than powerful as fuck and magical, what do you think that the effect of that cause will be? Those patterns are not helpful, obviously, and With everything that you're doing, you are perpetuating something else. I've really had to give myself so much grace and give myself permission to come forward and reveal certain shadows that I maybe wasn't aware of before. And there's so much work to do. (laughs) The work, it never ends. Like, that's the thing. There's no end goal when it comes to health that's the funny thing people have this like end in mind and they try to reach that and they do all of these little tips and tricks and you know um quick fixes and fad diets and none of that oh my god on so many levels that doesn't work on so many levels like i'm telling you right now 
that coming in to yourself, come into yourself, listen to yourself, stop denying parts of yourself, bring the darkest parts of you into the light and integrate them. You cannot fully support or heal yourself if you do not accept and invite all of you to the front and center. We're so multifaceted and multidimensional. If you focus only on diet and exercise, you will never reach your fullest potential. Yeah, maybe you're fast, maybe you're strong, maybe you eat all of the fucking protein on the planet. Like, that doesn't equal health. True radiant health takes healing and clearing the subtle bodies too, not just the physical body. Our energy field becomes contaminated just like our organs. We can support subtle body health with awareness and listening to our body, our subconscious, and our heart. Our subconscious mind has unlimited access to universal knowledge. It knows a lot more than you think it does. There's so much wisdom that we can tap into and listen to. On a conscious level, it is really hard to know like, okay, well, what does my body want? What do I need to do? But if you can clear your vessel in the best way that you can and keep that up and tap into yourself, there's, oh my God, there's so much to learn. There's so much, there's so much information readily accessible. And so many people have no idea. We're given information about our physical body every day very easily and I know this seems so broad and like I don't know I feel like I probably just sounded kind of vague but the relationship that we have with our bodies plural and the relationships that we form with plants you know our water food, herbs, is one of the most important things I would say that's probably top five most important things that I could tell somebody that they need to be doing while having this human experience is to truly have a deep and open and receptive relationship with their selves um, and also with the earth and plants and attempting to have bonds and relationships with ancestors or the spirit world or your god, whatever that looks like to you. You can practice that by blessing your food or praying over your food, um, offering gratitude and love, infusing your food with compassion. Um, There are a lot of ways to form relationships with plants but I will say that whenever you are in that state of awareness of what you're putting into your body at all times it's kind of non-negotiable to not eat a lot of processed food anymore all of that food is dead (laughs) 
it's just a bunch of chemicals and crap glued together. Um, and what do you think that effect has on your, not just your physical body, but your subtle bodies as well, your etheric body? What do you think that looks like when you're ingesting that? Because there is a direct result. There's an impact right away. And I know that it can be hard because your mind will tell you that you're craving something and uh, it's a challenge. It takes some work. It's just like with changing your thought forms. Like you have to be stronger than, you know, these cravings for stimulation. That's what it is. It's not even like your body telling you, oh, but we really want a donut because we love donuts in here, you know? Your your body loves donuts. No, that's not true. Your mind is telling you, hey, that stimulation that we get when we eat donuts, we want that. That's called an addiction. <laughs> that's a problem. And <laughs> it's... Uh... Take the power away from cravings by looking at them from an observer mindset. Like, why am I even craving that? What is it about that that my body wants so bad? And understand where that voice is coming from. Who? What part of me is saying, oh, we want this, we want this. Why do you want it? Why? What else can we do to satiate that? There are so many options. Cravings are funny, and they're liars. (laughs) So I just wanted to go over a few key bullets that I found to be very important regarding health. So I'm just going to go over these to wrap it up. But um, as far as, you know, talking about physical health and the common things that people do or think surrounding that. So fad diets. Oh, Oh no, I do consider keto a fad diet. I think it's an absolute joke, to be honest. Um, it There are so many terrible, terrible ways of eating that Western fitness culture has thrown out into the general public. And it just makes me roll my eyes so hard that I feel like they're going to fall out of my head. Yes, let's consume a diet of only dead flesh and fat and then whatever other few things they consume. That is insane to me. That is insane. I really think that any sane person, if they're being completely honest will agree, yeah, that does sound like a pretty bad idea. Because it is. First of all, nobody needs that much protein in a day. And if you're going to be consuming dead flesh, which I call it that, well, I do still consume dead flesh. But that's what it is. The American fitness niche has convinced everybody that they need, like, what 150 to 250 grams of protein a day or some crazy shit what like every other country in the world knows that that's really bad on your cholesterol and your arteries and your liver and your kidneys 
why are people doing that? And then drinking like three protein shakes a day when there's like filler and all kinds of other gross stuff in there. What? It's just a focus on aesthetics. It's not a focus on health. It's not about health. It's literally about the way that you look. And I understand. I totally understand. Because that was literally my main goal for years. Why do I still feel bad? Why am I still like holding on to fat? Like, why am I breaking out? You know, like, oh, I'm so healthy. I'm so healthy. I eat so much clean protein. I work out. I also still drink, but that's not a big deal. I still eat processed food, but that's not a big deal because it fits my macros. Because it fits my fucking macros and my calories. So why? Because the mindset is absolute trash. Western diet culture is trash. None of it is actually good for you. You don't need 10 dieting supplements. You don't need fat burners. They're all gimmicky. And yeah, maybe they'll help. Maybe they will. And then what's going to happen after you stop taking them? You did damage to your organs. You're going to probably gain the fat back. You're taking your body out of its normal state. And that's not fair to you. That's not fair to your body. You put your body under so much pressure to perform in a way that isn't natural for your body. That's what really bothers me about all of these you know, dieting brands and stuff is they just prey on people's insecurities and they swear they have the best new thing on the market. And guess what? All of the answers to health literally lie in the most basic areas. The land, the trees, the abundance of plants that are growing everywhere. That is where Connect with the land just the way that your ancestors did. Honor your body. Take care of it. Respect it. Love it. Your only goal should be packing your food with as much nutrition as you can. Eat slow. Like, actually taste all of the flavors of the plants and the herbs. Eat with intention. Eat slow. Don't watch TV while you're eating. Don't scarf your food down so that you can hurry and move on to the next thing. Enjoy the process. It's a ritual. Enjoy it as a ritual. For six years straight, I counted my calories every single day besides like some gaps in time here and there, but those gaps were never longer than a couple weeks, if that. That sounds like a long time. It probably wasn't that big of a gap, but I tracked my calories and for probably half that time tracked my macros too. Um, And it really does make eating so much less enjoyable because I always had this idea of like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to have this and this and this and this and this. I would kind of like plan it out ahead of time. So that I kind of knew like what I had for the day. And that's so unhealthy. (laughs) Like if I'm hungry, just fucking eat. Feed yourself. Eat something. Like when you're focusing on numbers, is it about health at that point? 
Like, do you not have the intuition to eat a normal amount of food in a day? You know, like, I can obviously be like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat something, and eat a normal portion. Like, that's really easy. So why is it so necessary to count everything to a T? It's not. It's not necessary for the normal average human being. And guess what? Even while eating consistently in like a 200 to 300 calorie deficit every day, I have not been as lean as I am right now. How is that even possible? I don't count anything. I eat whatever I want. I don't obviously like gorge out like a psychopath, but I am more lean now and I feel so much better than I did the past six years. I really am convinced that when you put so much pressure on fat cells, they don't move. They don't go anywhere. You're putting so much attention on them that they like stay. I swear that has to be a thing. So now my focus is moving like And not just exercising or lifting weights. I would just go to the gym, lift some heavy stuff, and go. And now I actually do cardio, which is hilarious because I've always trash-talked cardio. Um, But hey, I will admit that as I learn things, I can change my opinion. (laughs) Like, I am one of those people. I can do that. But I love stretching and moving in front of the mirror Like, I don't know, maybe that sounds conceited and weird, but I love, like, just moving around and flowing and moving my hips as long as nobody's in there because I still get, like, stage fright. But movement is so important for your energy. Get it flowing. Let that shit move. And, of course, drinking water is so important, but also the water in fruit is living the water that we have access to in our home and just around town in this country um it's basically trash (laughs) even if you filter it like yeah i'm obviously still gonna drink a lot of water and hydrate because you know i need it but it's trash um the only water that i would even really consider Quality would be spring water from a really, really, really good source, or maybe Kangen water. I don't know. Haven't looked into it a whole lot. But the water in fruit is still living. The molecular structure of the water is entirely different. So, eating a lot of raw, fresh fruit is so hydrating to your cells. There's information in that fruit so much information when you eat that your body absorbs all of that starting your morning off with a bunch of fresh fruit is the way to go so i have been using herbs a lot more lately and you know i've been i do try to drink a few cups of different teas every day Um, I'm still reading up on herbology because I'm a little bit confused still. I just, I need to make myself familiar with what blends to make and when and how often. 
right now I'm just kind of winging it so I don't have a lot of advice on that yet but I am drinking some tea it it's supposed to be for your liver there's like burdock and dandelion and a bunch of other stuff in it but anyway my point is that using quality herbs consistently is really really good for your organs you know i've talked so much about how the world that we live in is so toxic and there's really no escaping it so the only thing that you can do is damage control and maintenance so i highly suggest doing some detoxes um once or twice a year um consistently you know detoxes are not a one-time thing like you don't detox and then like you're healthy you know like you have to keep doing it you're chipping away at this like big nasty thing (laughs) and it's sad to say but i really don't think that it's possible in modern times to have like a fully clean undamaged vessel i don't think that's really a thing um so i don't think that you can be too concerned about your health you know like i really think that you should have a huge passion for it if you want to feel good and be more receptive to the spiritual realms you know it's kind of like clearing your antennas (laughs) is how i see it so another thing that i've been doing every day is drinking celery juice every morning um if you haven't heard about the whole celery juice thing you can look up the medical medium he's talked a lot about it it's really great for your liver your organs your blood um so i do drink some celery juice and then any juice is great honestly it has so much living water juice is awesome smoothies are awesome lemon water in the mornings is awesome it gets your digestive system going and in that document that i mentioned i do have some more information regarding detoxing um i don't love calling it detoxing and i don't love talking about this topic in general because i know that it can perk up a lot of ears for the wrong reasons and i don't like that the way that i see detoxing is to be taken very very seriously and intentionally and doing it consistently you know it's not just like a fun little thing to do because you will likely experience some really intense detox symptoms and it might not be very fun a lot of the times um detoxing isn't supposed to be fun you know it can be pretty awful (laughs) but the reward is worth it so if you want to look that document up i'm pretty sure that the link is in my bio it should be under rooted and healing i have how many pages are on there i'm gonna look oh wow there are 21 pages (laughs) um i paused that for a second by the way if i like weirdly jumped into knowing how many pages there are so yeah wow i wrote this a long time ago so i have no idea what's in here anymore to be totally honest so table of contents main culprits toxicity as a whole 
yes, there's a lot to expand on that. Um, physical health, ditching the products, gut health, vitamins, water, EMFs, damage control, get moving, mental and emotional health, spending time alone, how our bodies store trauma, repressed emotions, meditation, therapy, journaling, body energy work, spirituality, meditation, focusing on the now, spiritual books. So I have a lot of recommendations and stuff in here. Two most important and readily available resources, earthing and the sun. Yeah, nice. So I have a product swapping guide as well. And then what to add into your daily routine. Oh, I should really buff that up because there's a lot that should be added to someone's daily routine. Um, journaling, emotions guide, natural remedies, grocery essentials. Yeah, there's a lot in here. Wow, didn't know that. <laughs> I have the worst memory ever. But anyway, I believe that is everything for this episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. See ya.